Welcome everyone! Uh, another episode of Two Romanists in Sweden. Uh, it's here for you! And it's me, Alessandro, together with the professor Umberto! Hello guys! Hello, hello, hello! How are you? Oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. Getting better and better from the sickness. Uh, maybe it's, uh, I don't know, the good period uh, with Roma. Maybe the spring is coming. I don't know. I feel better. How do you feel? I'm feeling good. I mean, uh, well, I'm, I really don't agree with you that the spring is coming, but uh, yeah, I'm feeling good. Nothing, uh, nothing special. But yeah, I think uh, after the last episode, it uh, seems like we have a lot of things to say, don't we? Uh, I would say so. I mean, remember that the bet that we decided uh, together about that pizza with pineapple, remember? It was about, uh, so if Roma wins, Juventus uh, and Atalanta draw, and uh, what was it? Uh, and uh, Lazio and Milan also end, end up uh, as a draw. We would have uh, had, uh, we would have shared uh, uh, pizza with pineapple, and you guys know how hurtful that could be for uh, an Italian. But that didn't happen, apparently. Almost, almost, eh, Umberto? What do you say? Yeah, we were very close, very close. Actually, yesterday I was trying to to picture it in my mind because uh, I had some hope on some on uh, on one side regarding the fact that the match could end up with a draw, which was very good in my opinion for Roma situation on table. But on the other side, yeah, pizza with pineapple, which, uh, <laughs> as you said. Uh, yeah, it's not very pleasant, so to speak. Yeah, and maybe with a, a little bit of uh, peanuts on top and, uh, I don't know. Uh, banana. Banana also. I mean, you cannot have it without banana, okay? No, no, no. Of course not. I mean, once you put pineapple, peanuts, banana. Okay, but uh, no, the, we, we shall wait uh, next time for this experience. Uh, even though Roma performed very well uh, with a, a victory against uh, Spezia and uh, Juventus uh, ended up uh, with a draw with the Atalanta 3-3, unfortunately our cousins uh, outperformed Milan and uh, the, the, the final result was, was just... I was shocked. Yeah, actually I didn't expect uh, the result from yesterday. Especially from Milan, which uh, it looked like I didn't see the the, the whole match, but uh, it looked like uh, they never entered the pitch, so to speak. And uh, Lazio seemed to be very much on shape for the qualification on the next Champions League. Uh, seems to be we are gonna have a a big battle in front of in front of us. Yeah, the situation is quite uh, crowded, I would say. Even though Juventus has been uh, penalized with the uh, minus 15 points, the situation is still quite... So sad. Say, oh, no, no, me, me too. I mean, I couldn't sleep last night because I was... So me, me neither, me neither. On Friday, when I, when I read that news, uh, I went uh, directly to Ben. I didn't want to talk any, to anyone. I understand. Very sad, very sad. Uh, but the situation is still uh, quite difficult because we have uh, Milan uh, uh, with the... How was it? Uh, 38 points. Uh, then uh, Inter, Lazio and uh, Roma, 37. Uh, and then there is uh, Atalanta, 35. So the, the situation is quite, uh, is quite, uh, quite complicated. I mean, there are 
five teams for uh, three spots. Because I, I assume that Napoli is going to be there the whole, uh, the whole uh, league. 19 match has been played. So Napoli has been uh, officially the winter champion. And uh, I don't know, maybe we should spend a couple of words on the first part of the season that uh, Roma has played so far. What we can say is that we have 37 points. So if I'm not mistaken, it's five points more than last year. Also, another interesting figure is that Roma is the is the team amongst the five main leagues in Europe that concedes less goal chances to the opponent, which I think is very, very significant figure. This uh, shows that we are at the moment or so far we have shown that we are a solid team. That, uh, that is not true that we don't, uh, that we don't have a way of playing because Roma, in my opinion, is, it's a solid team with a solid defense, a team that, uh, makes life difficult for the opponent, makes the opponent playing bad and concedes very few opportunities. Even this is considered, in my opinion, a, a way of playing. Yeah. I would say if I can add something to this. Uh... Uh, reconnecting uh, to the last game, how many uh, chances uh, has Spezia had during the game? I, I I don't remember them shooting once. Zero, zero, zero chances. But we also have to say that uh, Spezia was missing the three best players that they had. One was Kivior, was sold to Arsenal, as we mentioned also in the previous episode. Then um, Balanzola missed the chance to play because he got injured during training and uh, during the first minutes of the match also the Swedish guy that we talked about Emil Holm got injured yeah that was uh, unfortunate for uh, for Spezia but on the other hand uh, we were also missing a couple of uh, key players uh, like uh, Pellegrini and uh, Zaniolo so I wonder what do you think about uh, Roma's last match did you did you see the match did you like Roma uh, I actually I really enjoyed it. Something has changed. Also, we I think we started seeing a few changes uh, against uh, Fiorentina, and uh, this uh, this change I think has been confirmed with the game against the Spezia. I I see um, Roma a team more uh, fluid, more dynamic. Uh, we have been discussing this, uh, I remember, also about uh, the, the, the game uh, against uh, Fiorentina. Even though we were saying, uh, yeah, but Fiorentina was playing uh, uh, with uh, one man uh, less uh, from the beginning, uh, etc. Now we are still, you know, saying, uh, yeah, but Spezia was missing uh, players, uh, uh, was missing this, was missing that. So we are trying to... I, I, I can see that uh, both me and you are a little bit skeptic still of this change uh, in the Roma playing because I guess that you also have noticed some change. Yes, I did, especially, especially in front, I would say. It seems like that in front uh, things are working better between uh, especially Abram and, uh, and Dybala. They, they find each other, they look for each other, I was a bit um, surprised that we started the match with uh, in the middle with uh, Matic and Cristante. Actually, I was fearing that more than being surprised. 
And in the beginning, actually, if you remember, Spezia came to press us very high and the first half an hour was not easy. We had difficulties to go out from our our half and uh, many times we did what we do very often. So long ball towards uh, towards Abram and there were, there were situations in which uh, could have been uh, dangerous, or at least losing balls very close to our box. But in the end... Uh, what I've seen and what I'm glad to see so far in the last uh, few matches is that Roma is not, uh, doesn't look like to be on the rush, like, uh, for example, the matches in 2022. Uh, as Mancini, Mancini said uh, against Fiorentina, they know, they are aware that they have a solid uh, defense block. So being aware of that, they just need to continue to do that, being in the match until the end. And they, they know that in a way or another, the goal is going to come. And I want to add, um, regarding this, uh, now that I mentioned him, I want to add uh, a little comment on uh, Mancini's uh, last performances. I already mentioned in this podcast that uh, he's not my favorite defender. I criticized him uh, often in the past, but I must say that uh, it seems that uh, also Mancini has changed in this, uh, at least in this first part of the season. I mean, look at the at the cards he has taken. He didn't take as many cards as last year. He's not doing those tackles or interventions where he was very very rough seems to be more balanced, seems to be more reflective. I think he has grown a little bit mentally. And uh, this is definitely due also to the help that Smalling is giving to the defense because Smalling is a great uh, orchestra director for Roma, Roma defense. Think about it. In the last five matches, how many times Smalling has done those kind of tackles or interventions that were crucial for the for the game compared to the previous matches in 2022 not as many i would say right uh, that it's true uh, the responsibilities seem to be more uh, evenly distributed uh, among uh, our uh, defenders exactly yeah both uh, i mean ibanez we knew that uh, he was uh, growing this year he has been growing since the beginning uh, of this uh, of this uh, season mancini lately has uh, i have to agree with you he has uh, actually improved quite a lot i hope uh, that uh, it's not just uh, you know a moment of uh, holiness uh, from mancini but more, more than uh, the the growth is uh, he has shown in my opinion so far in the last few matches it's not really a technical growth i think technically it's the same also because in five six matches how much can you change but what the yeah. change i've seen is more a mental change like in the management he has during the match of himself that's uh, very good and uh, i would say that uh, sometimes uh, that uh, is even it's even a better change than a improvement in terms of uh, technical skills. But can I ask you, I mean, because for me, it wasn't really gradual, this change. It was uh, sudden. Why, why do you think, uh, or maybe I felt it sudden. Maybe, maybe it was gradual and I didn't, uh, I didn't notice. But uh, why do you think uh, this change? Uh, is it Mourinho? 
that is uh, coaching mentally uh, the, the, the personality of this player or, and the other players uh, or, or what? It's a very difficult question to answer. But I think Mourinho, of course, he has worked on his mind like he has worked on uh, all the other players' mind. But uh, as he said, also uh, regarding Abraham improvement in the last matches, I don't think he has done that much. So I think this has been something that uh, probably both Abraham and Mancini in this case, uh, they have started to do since some months ago. And maybe now they are, you know, harvesting what they have, uh, what they have done before. Yes, indeed, uh, uh, Roma defenders uh, are, uh, are growing. Both Mancini and uh, Ibanez uh, have been growing. Uh, and I'm very happy that this uh, is, uh, of course, uh, reflecting on the good uh, results, uh, uh, the clean sheets that uh, uh, Roma uh, uh, is obtaining uh, these uh, last games and uh, the good uh, scores uh, for what concern goal conceded goals uh, that we have this year and uh, of course uh, our main uh, pillar uh, the main pillar of our defense uh, is without uh, doubt Chris Molin but unfortunately uh, it seems like uh, he's not uh, yet uh, renewing uh, with Roma and uh, uh, many sources report uh, that uh, Chris Molin is likely to leave Roma on a free transfer uh, this uh, summer. Another Mkhitaryan situation in the horizon. What do you think? Well, uh, if he's leaving, uh, I'm sad. I'm sad because uh, I consider him a very strong player. I think Roma, in case he's leaving, he has to find, of course, a replacement. And a replacement uh, is going to be difficult to find. And I heard that uh, the, the name of Nacho from Real Madrid has, uh, has gone out like every year since five years ago. Nacho is uh, put uh, together with, uh, with Roma somehow during transfer market. In that case, you would need to pay also the, the player, not only give him the salary. So you need to, if I just look at the simple calculations, I think Roma should give a interesting and rewarding offer to Smalling trying to keep him as much as we can for the next years because he wants at least uh, two years of uh, contract. But uh, at the same time, also, as I mentioned in some previous episodes, I don't think that uh, we should give uh, four million salary to a player that uh, is going for 34 years old. As I said also previously, the club comes before anything else. So I think Roma, we should, uh, Roma should uh, raise the offer for Smalling. Like, you know, there is a normal negotiation. Now it seems that he doesn't want to sign. But I think it's also Roma's strategy to wait until the end of the season. Because what if, let's hope not, but what if Roma doesn't go to Champions League? In that case, probably it's going to be sacrificed. And it's not, for Roma, maybe it's not good to have such a heavy contract in case we have to... We are not qualified for Champions League. Instead, in case we go, then then I think there are good chances it can, it can stay. And on the also on the player side, if we go to Champions League, then it's more tough for Smalling to choose another team because, of course, if Inter is coming and we didn't qualify for Champions League, Smalling is very tempted 
to sign for Inter, both for the money and for playing Champions League. You know what I mean. So I think it's going to be a problem for Roma, for sure, but uh, not at the moment. Uh, I understand. I mean, there's uh, many problems uh, for Roma for what concerns uh, transfer market uh, at the moment. Uh, not only the difficulties to uh, place uh, uh, Rikardov uh, and uh, Eldor Shomurudov. Uh, lately, it seems like uh, uh, Vigna has found uh, a place uh, where to be, but uh, it's still... Uh, Still not sure, but the biggest problem is Nicolo Zaniolo. Yes, definitely. It's the topic of the last days. What do you, what do you think about? Well, I want to know your opinion about all this uh, issue that exploded uh, last Friday. Well, I think uh, that it's a mess uh, again. Uh, after the mess with the Rick's car stop, uh, uh, which is also a mess and uh, I mean, it's making it difficult to, to give away the, the player. Also now with Zaniolo, it's, it's a mess. Uh, I think uh, Thiago Pinto uh, could have uh, handled better the situation without uh, attacking the player. For once, uh, I think that Mourinho has uh, done a good job with keeping the situation, uh, you know, a bit calm uh, to give. Uh, he said that uh, uh, he thinks that Zaniolo is still in the group. Uh, if uh, he puts an effort, uh, he's going to play. Uh, because I'm not sure that Zaniolo is gonna, is gonna leave during this uh, January window. It seems uh, so difficult. There are a few offers. Uh, Milan uh, wants him. Tottenham wants him. I also read something about Newcastle. All different options, uh, different offers uh, that uh, require uh, a loan uh, with the uh, option for a buying back option. With certain conditions uh, that can be either playing seventy five percent of the games left in the in the league or uh, getting qualified in Champions League, so very difficult. No certainty that this player uh, is going to be bought by another team. So we could have uh, again a problem uh, this summer. Uh, I have uh, I have a feeling that Roma doesn't need Zaniolo at the moment because. We have seen, uh, maybe it's just by chance, but we have seen uh, both against Fiorentina and against Spezia, uh, a good Roma. Uh, I really liked uh, how they played. And I think uh, uh, Dybala and Zagnolo are quite uh, overlapping uh, in, in, the, uh, in the pitch. Uh, they cover more or less the same area. So I don't know. I, I, wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't mind to, to sell uh, Zagnolo for a good price uh, and get... Uh, a good replacement. Ah, I understand. Uh, I think uh, Mourinho has been uh, quite uh, quite smart in his words because he knows that uh, most probably, as you mentioned, Zagnolo is going to stay. I also find very, very hard uh, to see Zagnolo somewhere else in the last few days of transfer market because what you said and uh, because Roma needs money. We know Roma needs the... To be sh- Roma needs to be sure that uh, we get the money in order to replace him now. Because uh, I don't agree that we don't need Zaniolo. We do need Zaniolo. Because what if Abraham or Dybala get a cold? What do we do? We can't play with uh, Shomurodov or... I mean, a Sharawi, Shomurodov, uh, Belotti, I don't think... Or Solbaken is, is not enough to, to do what we need to do. 
So, of course, uh, Mourinho has said what he said because he knows that in case he needs to try at least uh, as much as he can to recover Zagnolo and to reintegrate him into, into the dressing room, which I think is the biggest issue there. A good trainer shouldn't uh, make any difference between uh, different players in the dressing room. So, not only Mourinho, but especially the team has to agree on the fact that uh, Zagnolo has to be reintegrated in, uh, in the dressing room. Because uh, if they, someone starts to see any different treatment by Mourinho in, uh, towards Zagnolo compared to other players, for example, Karsdorp, uh, I think it's not fair. I think uh, uh, Mourinho in that case would do, he would do a big mistake, which I think he's not going to do. It's going to be, of course, a hot potato that uh, Mourinho has to deal with in the future because he's going to stay for sure, in my opinion, in, uh, until, uh, until June. I'm quite sad, honestly, about uh, and, and disappointed about uh, Zaniolo's reaction. Uh, I think he has been very unprofessional for the job he has and for the, for the emotions that uh, he can give to, to the fans with his, uh, with his goals and performances. A player that says that uh, doesn't feel like to participate uh, to a match uh, in this kind of uh, situation really makes me very disappointed. I think uh, he is not the kind of player that can afford to do these uh, declarations <coughs> and to have these behaviors. So... I mean, look at Jacko, for example. Jacko wanted to go somewhere else for two years in a row. But as long as he stayed in Rome, he was very professional. He behaved very well, like a, like a real uh, professional. So, honestly, I don't know if it's Zagnolo's fault. I don't know if uh, people around Zagnolo has uh, suggested him in a weird way. But... Uh, in all this issue, the thing that I like less, least is the Zagnolo behavior regarding the last uh, missed call by uh, Mourinho for the match with, with Spezia. Yeah, I agree with you. But, uh, I mean, uh, there's always been a, a little bit of a problem with uh, Zagnolo's behavior. Uh, we knew that uh, he was a difficult uh, person. I don't want to say that uh, he's a uh, new Balotelli, but... Uh, uh, he could definitely uh, go that way if he continues uh, like this. And uh, I think this behavior is uh, in line uh, with uh, what uh, Zagnolo was showing uh, uh, under, uh, you know, uh, the personality uh, profile. Uh, his personality profile uh, kind of fit with the, this uh, a bit uh, shocking uh, uh, situation uh, that, uh, that has uh, happened. I mean, r refusing uh, to be uh, part uh, of of uh, you know uh, of of a game. Uh, that's uh, that's uh, that's quite. Uh, I don't know. Do you get fines when you do that as a professional? Do you get uh, you know like from, from the from the 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 club? Uh, is the club? I think it can happen. I think it can happen, honestly. But uh, I don't know in this case if the, if he did. I mean, nobody will know, I guess, but... Uh, ah, you mean if uh, he actually he if he actually was the one saying, no, I don't want to participate uh, to the game uh, against uh, Spezia? 
according to Mourinho, this was the case. He was the one to say that. Exactly. So in general, uh, that can happen. Usually happens in these kind of uh, occasions that he gets a, he gets a fine. But I mean, uh, I don't think that the fine is the point of the discussion. No, 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 no. I don't think he has a problem to pay a fine. No, no, for sure. I mean, now if uh, I don't know what Mourinho is gonna do if uh, Zaniolo doesn't get uh, transfer during the January window. How are we gonna reintegrate Zaniolo? I mean, uh, there is there is a, a, a total a breaking point uh, with the uh, the supporters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. That is gonna be the toughest uh, task for Mourinho to reintegrate him. Let's see. I believe that uh, he is gonna try at least. I think the only medicine for this, for at least in from Roma perspective, is time. Time will tell because um, I mean, what if Zaniolo stays? And after maybe a few matches that he's uh, not entering the pitch, maybe he enters and he scores. I think in that case, uh, I don't say that uh, we will forget, but uh, for sure there's a chance that if he improves his performances for some reason that I still cannot figure out, until June I think Zagnolo and, uh, and the club uh, can live uh, together in the same place with not huge problems, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, that's. Uh, I just uh, don't want uh, this situation to spiral and, uh, you know, create uh, some sort of environment that could harm uh, the, the work uh, that the team is doing. I mean, this year, Roma really has a chance to get uh, into Champions League now that Juventus yes, yes. is minus 15. We have a chance. Yes. I mean, I, I have to be honest with you, Umberto. Um, at the beginning of the, 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 the league, and not only at the beginning, also after a few games, I didn't really believe that Roma could the first four uh, places. For me, best case scenario, Roma could uh, reach fifth place at the beginning. Now we have a chance. I would say that now we have more than a chance. We are obliged. We, we have an obligation to get into Champions League and we have an obligation also to get to the final uh, in Coppa Italia. Yeah, yeah that is n- never de- never easy. But yeah, we are, there I would say also we are kind of obliged uh, to arrive at least at least in final. To win Coppa Italia, maybe in, we have a chance, I would say, because the final will be probably a tough match against uh, either Inter, Lazio or Juventus. Indeed, the... Uh, the situation uh, for Roma, it's open in different uh, competitions. And uh, as we said, uh, we also have uh, a great opportunity to get uh, into Champions League uh, this year. But of course, uh, in order to do that, uh, we need to uh, continue to perform well as uh, we have done uh, in this 2023. Now there is a, a big uh, exam, and it's Napoli. That's going to be tough, eh, Umberto? Yeah, very tough. I mean, the hope is that uh, Roma will continue to confirm this uh, good shape moment that we are having in 2023. Um, if I look back to the previous match we played in Roma against Napoli, the feelings are positive because Roma, in the end, uh, that match was, uh, was within the match until the end, only a great goal from Ozyman managed to bring the 
three points for the Napoli's team home. Yeah, see, if I can, if I if I can add a, a thing here, just a parenthesis. People started saying that Ripatricio is not a good goalkeeper from that goal. Uh, I, I still, still people saying that Ripatricio is not good. I mean, he has done uh, some mistake, few mistakes, but that wasn't a mistake. You, would you still agree that the uh, Osimhen scored a great goal, right? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. But uh, I would say also that um, this year I didn't see great goalkeeping at all in the whole Serie A because uh, if you look at uh, the last matches. Uh, Chesney made a mistake. Onana made a mistake against Empoli. I mean, periodically, every goalkeeper is making mistakes, which is normal for the level of uh, the goalkeepers we have uh, in Italy at the moment. I think the best goalkeeper we have in Serie A by distance at the moment is Magnan, but he's injured uh, since a long time ago. So the level of goalkeeping is a bit disappointed, I must say, in this year. So it's good to have a good defense instead. Yes, I would say so. Which was one of the characteristics of the also the first game against Napoli. We were defending quite uh, well. Yes, yes, definitely. I remember a tough match for Smalling though. Mm, Smalling took a yellow card because of a foul on Osimen. Usually Smalling doesn't take yellow cards. So plus the, the goal Osimen scored, uh, yeah. Let's say the Smalling at uh, that time was not, uh, was not his best night with Roma. Going back to the, to the match for, for Sunday, I think uh, Roma has few, few chances of going out from Napoli with a positive result. I guess uh, we have to try to be what, uh, what we can do best. So solid defense, stay within the match until the end and no hope for an episode. Maybe this time the episode is going to be on our side. I think uh, you are right. I think we're going to do a similar game from uh, the one that we did uh, in the first leg. Uh, and uh, maybe, maybe, maybe we are going to have uh, a little bit more solidity in the midfield, which uh, was, uh, was, uh, wasn't there uh, in the first game. Maybe we're going to be able to be a little bit more annoying uh, with the a good a good moment uh, of uh, uh, Temi Abram uh, and Dybala uh, for what's concern uh, uh, our forward, forward compartment. So maybe this time uh, is going to be a little bit more difficult for Napoli, or at least uh, this is what uh, I would like to believe, even though apparently Kvarashtelia uh, is, uh, is coming back. He has uh, recovered, of course, uh, for the game against uh, Roma. Yeah. Yeah, let's see. In the midfield, uh, I'm quite afraid that the Napoli will uh, conduct the operation all the time and we will not see the ball many times, depending on who is playing. I don't know about Pellegrini, if he's going to come back or not. And definitely we have a big issue on the flank, because as we know, Celic is uh, disqualified. So most probably I expect to see Zaleski on the right and Spinazzola on the left. That can be a problem, of course. Yeah, it seems like uh, Pellegrini should make it to, to be back. Uh, it was uh, good that uh, he had the chance to uh, recover not playing uh, against uh, Spezia. Well, we will see. As usual, time will tell. But uh, one thing is for sure, we will uh, keep cheering for Roma, whatever happens. I would like to thank you all for uh, listening and uh, for those that uh, went uh, this far, uh, I would like to remind that uh, you can contact us uh, through 
the links that are uh, in description uh, of this episode. You can uh, contact us uh, through email or through the Anchor link if you want to send us a vocal message. Remember to follow us uh, on uh, Instagram and Twitter where we update uh, news uh, daily. And then remember to tell your friends uh, that there are two nice guys uh, talking about Roma in English. And uh, if they are Roma supporters, uh, they should definitely listen to us. And uh, if they are not Roma supporters, they should be Roma supporters. So there's no choice. They have to listen. Okay. So uh, thank you all again and uh, see you soon. Dai Roma!